Yo, everybody. Welcome to Talking with Apple's podcast, where we talk about everything mobile development. I'm your host, Apple's Pajapples, or just PJ. And on this episode of Talking with Apple's, we talk about augmented reality on Android. Enjoy. So, welcome to a new episode of Talking with Apples. Today we have Julian. He's an Android developer out in France, Paris. Um, and today we're actually going to be speaking about AR on Android, um, augmented reality. Uh, welcome, Julian. Hi. Awesome. So, yeah, today we're going to be speaking about augmented reality on Android, um, on mobile, and we're just going to, Julian, um, has done a few presentations um, on this topic that I've that I've seen, um, and I thought I would ask him to come and maybe chat about this, as I think it's a quite exciting uh, technology that's out there, and a lot of people are probably not using it yet, or and some people are, but I think there's a lot of use cases that are coming out of this technology these days. So I thought um, it might be something really great to talk about. So Julian, I just wanted to figure out from you, um, and let's uh, getting started. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about um, what AR is, what augmented reality is, um, and how it kind of fits into Android. Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, augmented reality on Android is not uh, new stuff. Uh, you can already build some AR application using Vuforia, for example or uh, using Unity with some plugins. Uh, but Google uh, really uh, take a deep dive into AR with AR Core, uh, so the, for the last two years, maybe. Uh, and with uh, that technology, uh, you can really build uh, some very advanced uh, AR application. So uh, basically some... Uh, Housing, real estate, gaming, uh, you can go for science, education, or sports. Uh, so you add new stuff to the reality you know. Uh, so it's an improvement of what you see and what in, it's in front of you. Okay. Um, maybe let's just take a step back because you mentioned some um, some tools there. Uh, you mentioned AR Core, you mentioned Euphoria and Unity. Uh, maybe we can chat a little bit about those tools. Um, so maybe let's let's start off with Euphoria. Um, what is that? So yeah, uh, Euphoria is uh, a tool library uh, you can use directly for building your own Android application, or you can use it with Unity. Uh, it's up to you, uh, and you can some build some or basic AR applications, uh, like some scanning. Uh, you, you can scan like a, some kind of a QR code, and you can get your 3D model in your, uh, so in the real world. Uh, uh, it's quite nice. Uh, didn't dig so much uh, into Vephoria, so I'm just stuck into the uh, AR core feature for now. Okay. And then, and then you also mentioned um, AR Core. Yep. So that's a tool built by Google. Uh, it's 
the basic stuff. Uh, you can go if you want to build higher applications. Uh, go um, very in the the native stuff. So using directly Oracle can be like a bit complex, but you can use Synform, which is like on top of Oracle. Uh, and build some really nice uh, AR application with some uh, yeah with, without the complexity of uh, knowing some low level stuff uh, like just building some basic sphere uh, cube uh, or just directly import some three D model you found or or three D model you built. Okay. And you mentioned um, native development. So, um, meaning is it is it C plus plus, or is it actually some Kotlin code that we can write? Um, so, um, what is the what is the the, the makeup of um, actually developing these type of applications within Android? Do you actually need to know some some C plus plus to do this? Uh, if you uh, if you deal directly with uh, the Oracle library, uh, yep, you can go uh, using C C plus plus. Uh, but it's very low level, uh, so it requires a lot of uh, low level knowledge. Uh, so maybe uh, some OpenGL and some stuff. Uh, but using Synform, it's all uh, you can go on using Kotlin, Java uh, as you want. Uh, it's about the top level of Firecore, and so it will be simpler for Android developer to to go to, to that way. Okay, and then the the scene form. So, um, in in preparation for for us having a chat, I thought let me let me actually go look up um, AR AR Core and see um, all the features that it has. And I've no, I noticed that it has a lot of features. Um, there's a bunch of APIs in there um, that that a lot of people are um, that you can do a whole bunch of things with. And I know that there. A few APIs that were released recently that I saw some um, some videos on YouTube, um, but Scene Form itself. Um, can you maybe give us a um, some some kind of information about Scene Form and what it's all about? Um, because I mean, um, well, what does it actually do for us as um, as developers itself? If you're saying that it's a little bit of a platform on top of um, on top of the um, on top of like um, the native library itself. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so, uh, Synform is a framework. So, on top of Firecore, uh, it's currently not no more uh, maintained by Google. So, the the repository is like now inactive, um, and. Now, Synform is open source, so you can directly uh, get the code on the repository and do your own stuff with Synform. Uh, so, yeah, with Synform, you can directly deal with uh, uh, GLTF format, so it's the recommended format for 3D assets. Or you can uh, play with some... Uh, uh, like basic shapes, uh, you have sphere, uh, cylinder, and cubes. So um, you can build some uh, like pretty basic applications or uh, basic scenario for for error applications. Okay, and then these formats, um, 
So, um, so if I'm if I'm an Android developer and I want to get started with um, um, with AR Call, and let's say I have an image of let's say myself, um, and I wanted to put it into this um, 3D world or this mm-hmm. um, this AR scene, um, you were speaking about certain formats. Like, well, what are those formats um, that we kind of need to? Um, well, what, what does my picture need to be in a certain format, or um, or do I need to have some kind of? I know that ARCO uses like three D models. Um, how do we build those three D models, and how, well, what is the the formats that those need to be in? Yeah, the, well, previously uh, before the uh, Synform one dot fifteen, you can use um, object of or uh, FBX three uh, D three D assets. Uh, and of course GLTF, uh, but now if you want to use the newest version of Synform, uh, you have to go with uh, GLTF only for the support for the uh, OBJ and uh, SBX uh, format that been removed. And it really the, the recommended format for for the for building and importing uh, assets. Free, free assets in, in your uh, air applications, but for 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 images, you can just go for the for the graphic PNG uh, for your texture, or uh, or only if you want to display in, uh, an image, uh, just go for for a PNG. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's really really cool. And then, um, in terms of these 3D models, um, are there tools out there? So. Um, I think I think that I saw once upon a time um, that there were there's there's like these 3D model um, libraries online. Um, I think yeah. Google also had one. I think it was called like Poly. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. And then yeah, and then and then obviously well, what tools? So I mean, I think you can go to one of these um, one of these um, tools um or these libraries and actually get um some 3d models there but how do we build our own like if we wanted to build our own 3d models to put into an ar scene um well what is the best approach for that well if you have the 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 skills you can build your own uh, your own stuff uh, like using blender or some other stuff uh yeah blender is it's quite cool because it's free, open source, and available on most of the uh, the OS, so uh, Linux, Windows, Mac. Uh, but if you don't have the, uh, the skill or the time of, uh, or if you don't want to bother building your own 3D assets, I recommend to go to uh, Sketchfab. Uh, it's uh, a, a library with a lot of 3D models. Uh, you can buy buy some uh, very advanced uh, 3d models or uh, you can find a lot of uh, free uh, free assets uh, it's very cool uh, there's a lot a lot of uh, different assets on the on the site okay that's pretty cool um and then and then so is it is it just as easy as then um, taking getting a model, um, a three D model from there, and then dropping it um, into, let's say, your Android Studio project. Um, or is there anything special that you need to do before you can just use it inside of your application? Uh, 
Well, yeah, you can just download the uh, the three D model. You can also download the uh, the original source and the the GLTF uh, transformation. So uh, you just uh, with the with the GLTF transformation, you just need like to import your your three D model in your application. And if you want to be sure, uh, there is uh, a website when you can like validate your your GLTF assets uh, to know if it's uh, okay for your AR applications. Uh, don't remember exactly the website, but you know you can easily find it. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I think um, if we maybe if you can um. Um, throw me the the link at some point, then I can maybe just put it in the show notes um, for our listeners that are, are listening out um, on this podcast. Um, but yeah, we will definitely link some of the tools and stuff below um, in the actual um, show notes, so people can go and look this up. Um, but back to ARCore, because ARCore is pretty interesting. So um, in ARCore, I saw like, we already mentioned one of the features that it has, which is scene form. Um, another cool thing that I saw, I think at Google I.O., I think it was last year, where they mentioned something called cloud anchors. Um, and this mm -hmm. was um, something where you could kind of use, um, you could have a 3D world um, and you could um, put, um, I think, objects um, in and multiple people could connect to this 3D world. Um, can you maybe speak about how that actually works? Um, or if you if you've interacted or tried it out, um, I think it's even available on iOS. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a very cool feature here. Uh, Cloud Archer lets you like implement like multiplayer applications in AR. Uh, it's very uh, it's very powerful. Like it's cross device, so yeah, you can do it for Android and iOS. Uh, yeah, for example, like you can have a, like a ping pong game uh, with your friend using AR. Uh, you just like uh, scan the table, and the the, the ball, uh, all the data will be shared uh, thanks to cloud anchors and shared uh, with all the users connected with the application. So that's a very cool feature, and you can allow uh, very a lot of uh, multiplayer usage with that. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, I think that would be really, really cool if you had some kind of augmented reality games. Um, I think I even saw a a demo where somebody did, like, some kind of, like, ping pong game um, where they played, like, um, table tennis or something um, mm -hmm. on their, their phone, and that was really, really cool. And yeah, yeah uh, there's also simple uh, in the Google GitHub, so you can try that um, and see and see what's up for you. Um, like go beyond what the the sample implemented. So yeah, the, the, that's really really cool. And then uh, some of the other features that are really cool that I saw that came out recently um, was the depth detect the depth API. Um, and light estimation. Um, can you maybe chat a little bit around that? Um, because that looked really, really cool in terms of three um, looking at like your a depth map, um, like almost like this 3D map in terms of um, how far things are. Um, and I'm guessing this could help quite a bit with 
um, putting real world and uh, while putting objects, three objects in like a, a real world scenario. Yeah, I didn't look uh, much on the on the depth uh, on the depth map, uh, but yeah, that's a uh, very cool feature. So you can definitely map all the things you you have in your in your room in your in front of you. Um, you can like uh, place your 3D model exactly how it would be on the real world. Uh, so that's uh, that's very powerful, and you can uh, have very uh, in-depth experience. So so uh, you can. Uh, hmm. Okay, cool. Um, and then and then around around light estimation. So this was something that's really really cool. Um, I saw that it's it's kind of an API where you can actually see. Um, you can kind of see shadows in the real world. So if I'm standing um, next and there's some kind of light that's shining on me, obviously um, real world objects have shadows. Um, but I mean, um, this light estimation um, API, you can literally like render shadows um, yeah. of like 3D objects, which is really, really cool. Yeah, um, with that, uh, you can like be more real uh, with your like three uh, D model in the uh, in the real world. So uh, it's a very interesting feature like to to make fix make things almost real. Uh, that's very powerful. Yeah, um, and I think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so I think I think it really is cool because I think. Um, a lot of people, I think you, you spoke about a few use cases um, in the beginning where you said uh, AR applications could be used for like real estate um, and stuff like that. And generally, you want to kind of see these, um, like you want to see this in, in a real world scenario almost. So I'm guessing that if you have some kind of like furniture and stuff and you want to see kind of how the sun would hit that furniture, I'm guessing, um, then maybe the um, this this specific um, light estimation could actually help you with that. Yeah, um, uh, it's very easy to use. Uh, the IPA is very is quite convenient. Just like three three lines of code, and you can have your uh, ambient light or have a environmental uh, HDR. Uh, uh, so. It's it's perfectly just three three lines of code, uh, and you can have uh, your awesome uh, awesome shadows almost real, um, especially with the uh, combined with the the depth uh, um, depth API, uh, you can have like some awesome awesome three D three scenario or what your room looks like almost real. Yeah, like I think I think that would be really really cool because I think. I think that's kind of what people are expecting from AR these days. They kind of want real world scenarios where um, they can kind of see what things might look like and what they might want a scenario to be. Um, and I think I think you even mentioned sports, um, having augmented mm -hmm. reality sports uh, where they put like all these stats above or they can track yeah. players and stuff within the game, which is really, really cool. Um, so yeah, 
Yeah, um, there is a, a French startup uh, here in Paris uh, who are dealing with uh, air in the in sports. Uh, it's called Immersive. Okay. And, and they do some great stuff about air and sports. Uh, so as you mentioned, they, uh, augmented, augmented scores or statistics. Uh, uh, it's quite amazing. Uh, and they, I think they... Uh, had a deal with the Bundesliga, uh, so uh, maybe in the the few few months or years, uh, you can have your uh, augmented application in the stadium and see some uh, live stats. Uh, it could be cool. Yeah, I think that would actually be cool if you like sitting um, front row front row seat um, in, in some stadium and you just kind of like put your phone over um, the players, you could maybe see where each player is running around or something like that. Um, that could be really, really cool. Um, if you pretty much can't see them <laughs> um, from sitting in your seat. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and that kind of like um, lets me segue into something that I actually saw in one of your talks, which was uh, one being able to add Android, um, Android views, um, normal views that we that we create day in and day out, um, as or a fragment into your your AR scene also to give like some kind of information. Um, can you talk a little bit around that? Uh, yeah, um, that's uh, that's a very cool feature here. Uh, it's part of Teamform. So you you are building your your view your layout as you. Are being linked for your classic Android app, okay. and um, the view uh, is converted uh, into like a three D a three D card, and you can uh, place this card on top of your three uh, D model or uh, in your three D world. So when uh, Wherever you want to to place this uh, this UI, uh, this is very convenient, like to to give information to uh, to have more detail about some stuff. Uh, like you can bring uh, your your UI uh, into the AI world, and that's that's quite good. Okay, yeah, because I mean, I think I think that would be something that's really really great, um, especially if you could also. Um, have like maybe some dynamic views or if you could actually um, get some data um, from like some kind of a web service and stuff like that um, and yeah, then obviously change the data within your, your AR form. Yeah, all, uh, all the things you can do in your Android app, you can like do it uh, with the AR stuff. Uh, you can uh, add some lists, some scrolling, some, uh, even some, uh, some animations. Uh, it's all render in uh, in the era um, with Simform. It's uh, it's amazing. Well, that's really really cool. And then, how how would you interact with um, that um, that list? Let's say, imagine you put a list into the form. Um, how would you interact with it? Uh, like you mean some uh, some click and link or scrolling? Yeah. Or uh, it's like uh, classic and right up. You, you set your click listener on your views. Um, yeah, and it's all handled by Sinform. So, uh, uh, you go with your phone, uh, place your, uh, your layouts, 
um, uh, click on it as as it's uh, a classic Android app. Uh, so yeah, there is no no magic tricks behind. Uh, it's it's amazing. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, I think I think from my side, like I'm just thinking about it. Um, that generally, if you look at um, well, not augmented, more uh, VR um, type scenarios, you normally get like these um, like these remote controls that kind of like control the scene so that you can kind of have like hands or whatever in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing like on Android, you, if you're in the scene on your phone, you could pretty much just click on it um, on something and it would just react um, as yeah, like yeah. a view. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, that's really, really cool. Like, that seems like a really, really cool feature. Um, and I mean, for, from in, in my opinion also, when building these AR applications, there must, be, um, there must be like a very different mindset um, in terms of like design, in terms of um, user experience around these applications. Um, have you come across um, some kind of like different... Um, process of of developing AR um, applications. Uh, well, I deal uh, a lot of in my pre- previous job, uh, in my former former job, uh, I worked a lot uh, with uh, with VR. Okay. Um, it's uh, it's very similar to build some uh, some design experience. Uh, um, I think the the best way uh, is. Uh, as a designer, to go directly uh, with Unity, uh, to even for VR or AR, um, try to see the uh, the stuff uh, as it would be in the real world uh, with the with the right metrics, uh, and then then you can adjust all your panels as uh, as you want, uh, change the color easily. Um, I think that's a that's a good way to directly work with uh, with Unity uh, at uh, at first when uh, when you want to uh, to prototype your your application. Okay, yeah, because I, I think I think Unity is um, quite a great tool um, to use. I think I think a lot of people start out with um, Unity and Euphoria um, just because it's probably easier to also create a lot um, a lot easier cross platform applications. Um, instead of just having it on one platform um, from using Aerocore. But I mean, obviously on the iOS side, they do have their own libraries um, for that. Um, but it's actually interesting that you say that um, utilizing Unity as a platform for like prototyping for AR is also really, really cool. Yeah, um, if you want to like to build some complex uh, AR applications, uh Synfone can be quite uh like not so good for for complex stuff um you definitely want to to use uh, to use unity if you have some for example some very complex gaming experience or uh a lot of uh 3d models to handle uh it's 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 a very good platform and Especially if you want to to do some uh, some cross platform application. Okay, and I mean, um, just um, speaking about like actual devices also. Um, I think AR AR core you kind of have to have um, VR or AR um, from Google Play Store 
from the Google um, Play services um, within your within your phone, right? Um, in order yeah. for um, it to be able to render these things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, are, you have to uh, download the uh, the AR VR application from the from the Play Store. So uh, using AirCore, like you have a dependency on the Play services. Uh, that's that's okay, but uh, if you uh, a lot of uh, now new devices uh, is are supporting AR, AR AR core, so it won't be a problem. But uh, if you want to like uh, dispatch your application outside uh, the, the Play Store on or on devices, but not handle the the play services. Uh, you won't be able to uh, to 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 play with your AR application. Okay, so it's actually like you said, it has the dependency on Google Play services. Um, yep. So devices that don't support Google Play services obviously won't be able to utilize um, these features. Mm, yep. Okay. And then, um, in terms of device support, um, are there actually a lot of devices out there that do support AR? Um, what is the minimum SDK for um, using AR on Android? Well, now you know, I think there is uh, there is a list on the um, Google Developer Portal, and I think it's like more than uh, two hundred devices for now. Um, the list is is growing every day. Uh, also, thanks to uh, to the five G, uh, there is a lot of uh, potential here. Uh, and for the SDK, the minimum uh, uh, for Air Coral is uh, twenty four. Okay, so that's quite high. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, because. I think they're uh, yeah, because they're using the the minimum of uh, OpenGL three. Okay. Uh, so uh, I think all phone doesn't support uh, OpenGL three, uh, and yeah, your device has to be like uh, quite powerful for displaying AR AR stuff. Okay. That's cool. And then um, speaking about OpenGL, because generally when you speak about OpenGL, there's probably um, some math involved um, at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So um, in terms of actually building um, AR applications, so if you're new or you're just an Android developer um, that hasn't been um, doing a lot of math um, within the mm -hmm. world, is it is it quite easy to get into doing AR um, applications without having um, to do the crazy mathematics um, that, that OpenGL might require you to have? Um, or is, is kind of having some kind of mathematical background like a requirement um, in building these types of applications? Yeah, it's, it's nice, nice to, uh, to have some knowledge of, uh, or of um, OpenGL, but it's not required. Uh, and even for the math, uh, you just need to know the the basics of three uh, D math. So, such as like uh, you have a vector; it's a, it's in a three D space. So you have your x, y, z. Uh, you can have some basic knowledge of uh, what's a vector, for example. 
uh, and then have like all your operation about um, uh, front, uh, translation, rotation. It's, n it's nice to, to know that to like uh, you can like dig deeper on the uh, on, on scene four. But there are there are a lot of um, of method uh, with scene four when uh, so you don't. Like need to really know uh, some advanced 3D maths, but just need like to 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 know so the the basics. Okay, yeah, because I mean, I think I think I think that might even just scare a little bit of people in trying to build um, AR applications. Because um, yeah, uh, it's 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 rare that you use um, maths these days um, within your application because I think a lot of the platforms do a lot of these things for you um, in rendering um, views and um, doing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, it's maybe generally when you do some kind of like animations or building some custom views or something um, that you get to do a little bit of um, um, number crunching, um, but it's not, not really an everyday thing. So yeah. But yeah, um, I think um, from my side, that's pretty much uh, most of what I had um, in mind in terms of um, um, augmented reality. Um, I don't know if there's anything else that you, you think that uh, maybe should be mentioned um, for our listeners out there um, around AR or um, uh, maybe some, maybe some um, recommended applications people should go and um, try out um, out there in the world. Um, definitely, if you uh, haven't tested yet, uh, go to uh, Google Maps. Um, you can uh, set a point. So let's uh, let's say I want to go to to, to work. Uh, um, you can have some uh, nice augmented reality feature uh, during the uh, 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 during your your walk. Uh, so uh, you have a pointer of which direction you you can you can go. Uh, it's it's great fun. Yeah, um, I've actually tried. Um, the Google Maps um, AR, and it's really, really cool. Um, I remember seeing at Google I.O., I think in the keynote a few years back, maybe a year or two back, where they had a little fox that would run in um, and show oh, you yeah. directions. Um, that was really, really cool to see because I think that's a great um, show of the, the power of AR um, if you, you pretty much want to... You're pretty much looking to um, to have someone show you directions. It's almost like another human just showing you where to go, um, and then you have this augmented reality um, fox that's just running around and saying turn left and turn right, which is really cool. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, um, yeah. Thanks so much, Julian, um, for joining us um, on this episode and sharing some of your knowledge around augmented reality. Um, I really appreciate it, um, and yeah. Um, any last words um, that you want to give out? Um, and um, where do people find you um, on social media? Yeah, um, thanks. Uh, thanks for inviting me. It was it was fun. Uh, and yeah, you can definitely find me on on Twitter. Uh, it's at Julien Selvi. 
And uh, yeah, uh, have some fun with uh, our course in form and so build a bit very fun application and just enjoy enjoy doing things in air. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you so much. And yeah, have a great day. And yeah, um, thanks for our listeners for listening. And we'll catch you in the next one. Cheers. Thank you for joining us on Talking with Apple's podcast. Cheers. <laughs>